Glory to the name of the Lord Jesus. Beloved, we give God thanks for today. We thank him for a new day. And we thank him for the greater things that he has in store for you and I. I'm Apostle Leon Kofi bringing you a word of encouragement this morning from the heart of your father. But before the word of God comes, be blessed by this song by the Mar- Maranatha Music. Singers titled, He Is Our Peace. You'll be blessed by it. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus, who is also called the Prince of Peace. Beloved, we thank God for this morning. We thank God for his word that always comes to strengthen us, to comfort us, to heal us, to deliver us, above all, to make things well for us. This morning, I bring you this word of encouragement to declare unto you the mind of your father, the heart of your father unto you. And he says, do not be anxious. Don't be anxious. Most of the time we are very anxious. We are troubled on every side about so many things. We are worried about this. We are worried about that. So many things give us cause to worry, especially in the times in which we are in in the world. There's so much uncertainty and it troubles hearts. It troubles minds. And above that, there are the constant troubles of life itself, family life, work life, the stresses of life bring up a lot of anxiety. But beloved, that is not the will of God for your life. God wants you to bring you to the place of peace, the place where you live your life in his power, in, in his peace. Not being anxious, not being troubled, not being afraid. And it will come to you, beloved, when you put your absolute 
and your total trust in the Lord. The Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 5 to 8. Bible says, Thus saith the Lord, Curse be the man that trusts in man, and makes flesh his arm, and whose heart departed from the Lord. For he shall be like the heath in the desert, and shall not see good when it comes, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness, in the sword land, and not inhabited. Blessed is the man that trusted in the Lord, and whose hope the Lord is. For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters, and shall spread out her roots by the river, and shall not see when heat cometh, but her leaf shall be green, and shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. Amen. The blessedness of trusting in God over being anxious. So when you put your trust and your confidence in situations around you, when you're looking to people to help you, or when you you put your trust and your confidence in others, you are not quite sure what they will do because people change. People change and people can really turn around or turn against you in a time of need, some deliberately, others of no fault of theirs. And so you won't have peace. But the Bible says that anyone who puts his trust in the arm of flesh will, will surely come to failure, will be like a parched ground, will be like a tree that is in a parched ground. You will not wither, you will not flourish. But when we put our trust and our confidence in God, Jeremiah declares that we are blessed. Amen. We are given the power to do well. The minute you put your trust and your confidence in God above all the other things that are coming in and around against you, beloved, you become blessed. You are given the power to do well. And he compares such a person to a tree that is planted by rivers of water and that whose roots are embedded in the riverbank. He says that tree doesn't have to be worried about drought or times or seasons of dryness. No, because it has a constant supply of water and her leaf shall be green and will bear fruit. Amen. Trusting in God in opposition to trusting in yourself, in the flesh, in situations around you will bring you fruitfulness will bring your life to a place of fulfillment. Amen. Jesus told his disciples not to be anxious. Amen. In Luke chapter 12, verse 22 to 31, and I read, Jesus said to his disciples, therefore I tell you, don't be anxious or troubled with the cares about your life as to what you will eat or about your body as to what you will have to wear for life is more important than food and the body more than clothes. Amen. He says to be alive, to have life itself is more important than the food you eat and it's more important than the clothes you wear. And beloved, sometimes we forget this and we spend time thinking about the kind of food we want to eat or the food we want to eat or the clothes we do not have, even though we might have some or the car that we want or whatever it is that we are asking for. But beloved, we forget that the life God has given you in itself Bible says it's more important than everything else around it. The clothes, the shoes, the houses, the children, they are all the trappings that come with life, that come with life. But God gives you life and the one who has given you life is sure to preserve you. So Jesus said, consider and observe the ravens 
for they neither sow nor reap. They neither have store or barn, yet God feeds them. Of how much more are you worth than the birds? And which of you, by being overly anxious, troubled with cares, can add a cubit to his chacha or a moment unit of time to his age and the length of his life? Nobody. And he says, so if you cannot be able to do such a little thing as that, why are you anxious and troubled with cares about the rest? Amen. And he says that we should consider the ravens, the birds of the air, they don't sow, they don't have a bank account, <laughs> they don't have a barn, but yet God feeds them. Then he says, consider also the lilies, the lilies, the flowers, how they grow, that they neither wearily tall nor spin or weave. Yet I tell you, even Solomon, the king in all his glory, his splendor and magnificence, was not arrayed like any one of these. Amen. He says that even Solomon's beautiful, magnificent garments cannot be compared to the beauty of the flowers in the field. And so he said, if God so clothes the grass in the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the furnace, how much more will he clothe you, O you people of little faith? Amen. He said that the grass springs up in the morning, by tomorrow it is cut down and is burnt. But God makes sure that the grass is beautiful. The flowers are beautiful, knowing full well that they are not going to last. And he says that if God takes his time to make them so beautiful, to clothe them with such finery, to make them so wonderful, how much more you? Amen. Because we, the Bible tells us, are created in the image and the likeness of God. We are of more importance, more value to God than the flowers in the field or, or, the, or the grass. We are truly because God says that he has set his love upon you. God says that you are his. Amen. And so your value before God is greater than anything. And so why would you think God will not take care of you? That's what Jesus was saying. Amen. And he said, don't look for these things, but rather seek first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. And all these things that you are looking for, all these things that you are looking for, maybe can't get now, that are causing you to be anxious, God will add unto you because God knows your needs. This when I bring you this word of your father, that stop being anxious about tomorrow. Stop being anxious about what is coming, what will happen or what won't happen. Amen. And put your trust and your confidence in God. He holds all your tomorrows. He holds your today. He holds your tomorrows. Amen. And trust him. Trust him with your life. Trust him with your family. Trust him with the work of your hands. Trust him with everything that you are and have. Amen. And don't be anxious. Stop being anxious. Sometimes you need to sit back and look, you know, in the past and see the many times God came through, the many times God delivered you, the many times God helped you. And when you see these things, then think, pause, and calmly think, sila. That if God did this in the past, why wouldn't he do it again? Beloved, God loves you with a perfect love. And God won't change his heart towards you. He hasn't changed his mind about you. He's the God of yesterday, today, and forever. Whatever he's done in the past, you can be sure he will do in the future. And so stop being anxious because God, your father, has a plan for your life. 
He said that he knows the plans that he has for you. They are plans of peace, not evil, to give you a hope and a future. Can you receive this? Can you believe it? If only you believe the word of God, as he says that he has a plan, a good plan, and not an evil plan for you. A good plan to give you a hope and a good future. If you can believe this, beloved, every anxiety will end. But oftentimes it's because we do not fully believe the word of God. So we think, we worry, we get anxious, we are discouraged. But beloved, this morning your father says, don't be anxious because he has a plan. You may not see it now. You may not know it. You don't know how it's going to be, but it can and it will be. Amen. He says in 1 Corinthians 2, 9 to 12, he says, but as it is written, I have not seen, neither has ear heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for them that love him. I hasn't seen, no ear has heard. You can't even conceive it in your heart. Amen. They are so mighty. They are so great. Amen. He said, but God reveals them to his spirit. Amen. And the Holy Spirit reveals them to us because the Holy Spirit knows everything that is in the heart of God. Amen. So we have not received the spirit of bondage, of fear, but we receive the spirit of God who is able to grant us the knowledge of the things that God has for us. Beloved, look to God. Look to God instead of your fears. Look to God instead of the things that make you anxious. Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself because God is in control over your tomorrows. And if you trust God, beloved, you will not be afraid. Eye has not seen, nor has ear heard, neither has entered into the heart of man the things God has prepared for those who love him. Beloved, your life, your future is a mystery. That is a thing that is not known and not manifest to the human mind. And that is why we fret. We fret so much. And that's why we make the wrong choice. Because once you become anxious about anything and you begin to fret, the first thing you do is to try to find your own way out of whatever it is. And that is when we begin to make the wrong choices, take wrong decisions, and fall into greater trouble. Most of the time, we, we get into a greater trouble or problem because we are fretting, we are anxious, we are worried. So we take matters into our own hands and make certain decisions. But beloved, if you can just wait upon the Lord, if you can hold on just a minute and say, Lord, I trust you, show me what to do. And sometimes God will even show you what to do. He just says, wait. And as you wait, whatever it is will come to pass. Beloved, if you trust God, put your hand in his hand, his great and mighty hand, and don't let go. Don't let go. Don't take it out. Trust him as your good shepherd. Don't fret. Philippians, the Apostle Paul told the Philippian church, said, don't fret. Don't have anxiety about anything. But in every situation, in every circumstance, just pray. He said, when you pray with thanksgiving and with definite request, you make your wants known to God. He said, God's peace will be yours. God will give you peace of mind. Amen. And then he says, also, we need to condition our mind. We need to take hold of our mind because our minds, beloved, is the greatest battleground. Then we will bring all kinds of thoughts, all kinds of suggestions, all kinds of whisperings and lies 
to torment you, to make you worry, to make you anxious. But beloved, God has not given you the spirit of bondage. He hasn't given you the spirit of fear, but he's given you the spirit of power, of love and of a sound mind. And a sound mind is a mind that is able to make right judgments. That is what a sound mind is. So Paul says that. So listen, he says, take care of your mind. And how do you do that? He said, put your mind or dwell on whatever is true. The thought that is coming to your mind, is it true? Is it the truth? When you put it with the word of God, is that truth? Because every man be a liar and God alone be true. Every word be lies except the word of God. So what you are thinking, what you are imagining, is it truth? Does it come from the word of God? If not, discard it. So things, whatever is pure, think on things that are pure. Amen. Things that are lovely and, and lovable. Things that are kind and winsome and gracious. If there's any virtue, if there's any excellence, if it's worthy of praise, then think on these things. Take these things into account. Fix your mind on them. Things that are good, pure, lovely, of a good report. Amen. Put your mind on these. That means that if you can just switch your mind from taking on the thoughts that the enemy brings, the thoughts of fear, the thoughts of discouragement, the thoughts of anxiety. How will I make it? What will happen? I don't have this. Who will help me? I mean, it sends you into a spin. But beloved, God hasn't brought you to, you know, this far to put you in a spin. God has called you out of darkness into the marvelous light of his son, Jesus Christ, to bring you to the place of peace. Amen. To a place of tranquility. A place of peace as you put your trust and your confidence in him. So he says that switch your thinking from today. Stop thinking about all the negatives and be thinking rather about the good things, the positive things, the truth of God's word. And you realize that when you begin to think right, the peace of God will come upon your heart. And right thinking, beloved, brings right believing. And right believing, beloved, is faith that will bring forth answers to prayers and your miracles. God bless you. God keep your mind. And I pray this morning that may any spirit of anxiety harassing you may be bound. May any tormenting spirit whispering lies to you may be bound. May the power of God silence every negativity in your mind and give you his peace in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Amen. And beloved, if you have not given your life to Jesus, beloved, that is the beginning. When you give your life to Jesus, that's the beginning of true life, of true life of peace. Amen. Why don't you give your life to him today? You've tried your best. You've done your best. It's not happening. You are not getting where you want to get to. It simply means this. You are not capable of taking care of yourself. He alone will and is able to take care of you. Why don't you pray this prayer after me? Receiving Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. Make it your own prayer. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I believe in my heart that you are the Son of God who came to die for my sins. Jesus, I confess I'm a sinner. Forgive me of all my sins. Come into my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. God bless you if you pray this prayer. Amen. You are in a new life. Amen. And life of joy and peace in the Holy Spirit. Have a blessed day, but remember to share this good word with as many people as you can. Have a blessed day. Amen.